Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Come with us, Out of Bounds, as we discuss and debate the latest topics in the world of sports. We have a great show ahead, so let's get to it. Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, the sports podcast where we dive into current and up-to-date sports topics. I'm your host, Corey Harrison. On my show, you will hear from everyday podcasters like myself sharing their personal feelings about the sports news and updates. There won't be any experts, just honest opinions and debates. Hello and welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Harrison. Today I'm joined with two returning guests, Mo Murphy from the Up in Flames podcast and also uh, Chris LeBron off the Off the Ball podcast. How y'all doing? I'm good, man. What's going on, fellas? Yeah, man. I'm good, man. I'm blessed. I'm glad to be on your show again, man. Let's let's get it. Let's get to it. Man, I really wanted to come to y'all and just kind of talk to y'all about this Dak Prescott uh, situation that's going on right now. Um, I briefly talked uh, about with Mo uh, on his podcast on last night. So uh, I guess I want to hear Chris, your side first, and then we'll, we'll circle back around to you, Mo, um, to kind of tie up some thoughts on that too. Yeah, like we said right before we got on, man, that guy bugging. <laughs> he, he's tripping, man. I mean, if all these, if all that is true, man, and he turned out buck 75 and he's shooting for more, I mean – I mean, it's always it's always good to ask for more, even though it's crazy. But I mean, a buck seventy five, like, come on, man, that's that's a lot of money in Texas too. There's no state income tax. Come yeah. on now, like, uh, I I think he he keeps. See, I, at first I was with I was you know all for him getting his money because you know fourth round pick. You know, I mean, I don't know exact salary, but obviously you're a fourth round pick. You're not making anywhere close to where you know even the bottom third quarterbacks are making in the nfl and you know once he started getting that number it seemed like a little by little that number keeps getting higher and higher and higher and then it, it goes he wants 45 mil like don't, really 45 dude you do you're doing too much man you haven't done that you know you, you you've shown that you're a, a a solid you know a good nfl quarterback but you haven't took that team to a that next level yet you know it's one thing if he's been to a super bowl or you know he, he's an mvp like like we talked about with patrick mahomes like that's different but i i, I don't know man the dax dax pushing and, and like mo like we talked about when you was on my show like you know dax that might not be there after next year they they might just be like yo you're asking for way too much money bro we could just we could we could we be cool with Andy Dalton for a year, and we draft someone and and, at a, and have a way cheaper salary for for Dalton and the, and the rookie, and just build the rest of our roster. And you know, because we don't know if you're going to take us to the next level. You haven't shown us yet. So I, I mean, that number is really high, buck seventy five. I mean, if I was him, it's always easy for us to say you would take it. You know, I can understand. Absolutely, the athletes is different. That, but man, one hundred seventy five. That's hard to. <laughs> that's a lot of zeros 
yeah. that's up on. So I, you know, I don't know what he's trying to do. He shot down 125. That that's 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 just crazy to even think about. And he, he you know, if this season doesn't go well and, and he doesn't have a good season, all he's doing is hurting his value. You know, so. You know, I don't know, man. I don't know about that, but that that's crazy that I heard when when I heard that when he turned that down. I mean, that's just that's especially in this climate right now with everything going on in the world and, and people are losing jobs to turn down that. That's that's tough. That's tough. So I, I don't know. I, I, that's crazy, man. Yeah, he's starting to become less and less uh, a favorite for, of mine um, because football is the ultimate team sport mm-hmm. and. I'm not saying that you have to um, devalue yourself to take care of the next guy, but I do see, I still sense a lot of, I mean, sense a little greed that's going on here. I'm not sure if this is more so the agent or Dak Prescott, but the number is going up. And I did read something today that um, he wanted a four year deal. Him and his agent want a four year deal. And if he, if the team, signs him to a fifth year deal, that's when the forty five million dollars for that final year kicks in yeah, because we all know that yeah. yeah. So um Mo, you kind of talked about it a little bit yesterday. Um I didn't know the specifics about that fifth year until I got on your podcast on yesterday. But after reading yeah. reading about it and hearing more of about it today, um I kind of I'm more a little bit more knowledgeable about the situation now. So I guess um you know give me your take on um are you with Chris on this situation, or do you think that we should pay that? Um, like, what are your thoughts on that? Man, I hate to say it. I'm with Chris, man. Like, Dak tripping. Now, it's not that I don't think Dak should get paid, but, like, five years, $175 million, like, we was committed to only paying you $33 million. You know what I'm saying? We jump up to, to jump over that thirty-four and a half that that Russell Wilson making a year. You know, we jumped that threshold to give you 35 a year. Um, even still, I, he wants a four-year deal. And if he takes a fifth-year deal, he wants $45 million. I don't understand. Like, at 30, he'll be 30, 31 years old. You still can sign a huge contract yeah, at 30, yeah. 31 years old as a quarterback. You know, he's not a running back. He's not a wide receiver where, you know what I'm saying? He's a quarterback. And he, he's not the most athletic quarterback where you even think, man, at 30, 31, because of what he could do on the field athletically, he might be done. Um, so you, you could get a major contract at 30, 31 years old. So to try and, I mean, I feel like he trying to bamboozle the Cowboys thinking that Jerry Jones gives in because he going to give in because he has a history of giving in. Jerry Jones don't like losing anybody, especially, you know, when we talk about his stars and his most important players to his team. But I think this might be a battle where Jerry Jones refuses to lose like that. I think he was like, I'll take the L off of five years, $175 million. That's that, but that's it. I think Jerry Jones should drop that contract on the table and walk away and say, if you don't sign it, you don't have to – at this point, if you don't sign it, sign your franchise tag tender. If you don't and you're willing to bet on yourself like that and make no money and not play this season, you know what I'm saying, be my guest and see what people are really going to give you. You sit out. Dak is not a guy that if he sits out a year, there's not going to be a bunch of teams come knocking on his door no wanting way. to pay $175 million. I'm Hell not saying there'll no. be, be like, <laughs> there'll no. be some teams though. There'll be some teams coming, coming to Dak and, and they'll pay him respectively, but they, they probably, he sit out of here, but he's not getting no more than $20 million. He'll get a prove it deal. He'll get a one year prove it deal. And then if he messes that up, then he's, he just messed up his old, you know, any chance of getting paid. 
Right. So yeah, sitting out a year hasn't panned out for anybody so far. Granted, a quarterback hasn't done it, but I mean, Melvin Gordon sat out majority of the year, didn't come back the same guy. Took less Le- money to go Le- to Bell. Denver. Yeah, Le'Veon yeah, Bell. Le'Veon yeah. Bell. He averaged 3.2 yards a carry last year. Like, it didn't show it didn't work. And they Zeke's wanted to get rid of him. Went, yeah, and they wanted yeah. to get rid of him. Zeke's production went down a little bit. Now, yeah. I don't be tripping about what Zeke had. But, you know, he started off slow because he missed training camp and stuff like nah, that. Nah, but that's different so, from running back. You, you got to get – you know, he missed training camp and stuff. You got to get your, your legs back. So Yeah, and he finally got his legs back from under. Yeah. But, I, yeah, like, yeah. you know, all of them is running backs, but – I'm just saying, I mean, we haven't even really seen the quarterback sit out a year off the simple fact of I'm not playing because I'm not satisfied with my money. They don't I think Carson they Palmer did out. that. I think Carson Palmer did that, but when he came back, he he wasn't he wasn't all that when he came. I think when he did that when he was in the Bengals, he retired for a year and then he went to the Raiders and he was I right. he wasn't anything great with the Raiders. But I'm he not, ended up going to the Cardinals after then that he went going to the to Cardinals, the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that year layoff didn't really, you know, him that year layoff wasn't that good for him. And he still he got money, but he had he has more he had more of a reputation, you know. He did more in the league than. Just imagine just seeing that, like, yo, all right, one hundred seventy-five million dollars right now, and you're like, nah, I'm good. Unless you're giving <laughs> me forty-five million five years later, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like that's crazy. And like you said, he's still young enough to where, he, where he's what around. Let's say he signed that, and he's still young enough to where he'll get a big second deal. If he's still yeah, as a solid. quarterback, most definitely. A, you know, quarterbacks, yo, you, yo, they get always get second if they're solid. I mean, Stafford's got second contracts and and, and yeah. Dalton's got the second deal contract. So, I mean, if Dak does what he does, he's gonna get paid again. Quarterbacks always get second deals. You know, we've seen the players. Yeah, look, so Dak want that know. NBA money, dog. Yo, <laughs> Dak want that but, NBA money, dog. But with everything going on in the world and no fans, which that's a huge part of revenue, you know. You might that you might not see that money, you know, because the salary cap yeah. might be going down because uh, of no fan. I mean, that's forty percent of revenue right there, you know. Yeah. So you turning down one hundred seventy five, you might not even get one hundred thirty next, you know, by this time next year because the stat, money might be the same even for Dallas. Yeah. You know, everyone's money's different, gonna be different next year, you know. So yeah, that money, might not, you might lose forty five million dollars of just being stubborn and just you know you have to. I don't know. I don't know what his agent is thinking, and, and I don't know if it's his agent do, doing all this or it's him. But sometimes, you know, the agent represents you, so you can control this. You'd be like, "Nah, let's just do it." If Dak wanted to do it, Dak would be like, "Let's do it." You know? Yeah, so he get the job done. For Dak. Sure, for sure. This is all Dak, like right, right. saying, "Like, you know, nah, I want more." And he's trying to be a little greedy, like, and I'm all for everyone getting their money. Everyone deserves to get their money. You know, Dak has shown that he's deserved to get paid. Fourth round pick to be in a starter, but man, it's that's a lot of money to turn down, man. Like I said, and especially with the climate going as it is, man, that money might not be there next year. So he, he's got to be careful the way he's playing this. Right. Um, so I want to introduce my next guest, uh, Michael Mason. Um, he's been a mentor to me um, throughout you know my uh, course of like five years, and I want to introduce him to the the, off, um, the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Um, he has a sports uh, management group. Um, he also does uh, some uh, scouts for basketball, uh, for second chance uh, people that wants to come in and you know, play basketball that they missed their opportunity during college. Um, I kind of want to uh, get into a little bit of that, his background. Um, Mike, I want to introduce you to uh, the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. 
Hey, what's going on, man? I appreciate having time. I'm sorry I'm a little late, man. I just got the kids running around the house, and they want me to water balloons and bubbles and all that. So, But I'm glad to be on, man. So I appreciate you guys having me. Man, it's, it's such an honor to have you on because I've been trying to get you on for so long now. Um, <laughs> and and I've had, like, a lot of guests, but you've been, like, the main one. I've been wanting to kind of get on to kind of talk to us about um, the what you're doing in sports. Um, I, th- I think it's, like, a phenomenal thing what you're doing with – the, the people that are coming through your program, but I just want to kind of, you to get, you know, kind of tell everybody how, you know, how that program works and what you do and how you got started. Okay. All right. Well, um, the two programs you're talking about, uh, DFW Prep Sports, uh, it's a second chance opportunity for guys who either went to college for a semester or a week or whatever. Cause I know when I played football in college, I've seen a lot of guys come in report and then two or three weeks later they're gone. And then, you know, Sometimes they come home and they're like, man, I shouldn't have left. So uh, DFW Prep Sports is a second-chance opportunity for guys to come and play collegiate sports and give them another opportunity to get a scholarship, uh, potentially to the opponent that we're playing, uh, the college or university that we're playing, or somebody who we don't play. You know, ideally is to get uh, get them quality film versus quality opponents to get them the opportunity to get re-recruited, so to speak. So uh, this past season was my first year in football, and it was actually my third in basketball. So I'm going on year two football and year um, four. Excuse me, year four in basketball and year two in football. So uh, this year I've had been blessed to have uh, my centers signed with Utah State, um, my shooting guard signed with Jarvis Christian College, uh, my power forward signed with Jarvis Christian College. Uh, so my point guard is supposed to be going to Mountain View and uh, – my wing, well, not my wing, my shooting forward slash athletic guy, he's supposed to be going to Prairie View, so we would know here within the next three weeks. So that's DFW Prep Sports, but, uh, you know, that's that's pretty much it as far as DFW Prep Sports, man. I, one day I was just sitting in church, and um, I used to coach high school at one point in time in my life, and I had a lot of opportunities to, work, to meet college coaches and a lot of good players. I coached a lot of good players, and sometimes they end up playing on my flag football team. You know, and they was like, man, I wish I can go back to school. And one day I was just sitting in church, man, and I just – there was a school that I sent a gentleman to in Houston and one in Georgia. I was sending kids there originally. You know, I had a relationship with the coach, and he's like, man, what you got for me? I sent them guys, and then one of them came back. He's like, it was just too far. So one day I was just sitting sitting in church, and I said, man, instead of me sending somebody, I can just go ahead and create it. So God put it on my mind, on my heart, and I just – I saw wise counsel from a lot of coaches and uh, one of my former principals and I just did it, man. And uh, it's, it's been a blessing. My actual, my first player for my first year team, he actually graduated junior college uh, last week. He's from, uh, he went to Dunbar and uh, he became an all American in Juco number four in the nation in scoring. And he actually is going to sign with mid American in Oklahoma once he loses Juco. So that's one of my uh, entrepreneurial endeavors. So, you know that, but that, but it's, it's going good so far, man. So, I just signed a six-five shooting guard out of Providence, uh, Rhode Island last week. So, so it's getting there, man. Just trying to get it rolling. And I have four guys from this year as of today who are signed to play for football. Yeah. So, like, um, for me, like when I first so, met you, and I saw, you know, you know, saw like your work ethic and some of the things that you was into, you know, kind of inspired me to kind of you know push forward with my dreams as well. Um, so and I guess the question that I have, like, uh, do you have anybody that that, uh, that that was in this past NFL draft? 
Um, no, I'm, I merged with a, a friend of mine. I, a lot of my guys that I've been recruiting that I've had relationships, they're coming out next year. Uh, some of them did not come out this year. Um, and with this whole pandemic, we had two guys um, that I we co-repped with. But we knew it was kind of like a long shot, like free agent type. And it, it just so happened that as of right now, they have, they have not signed. So currently I have four guys uh, that are on NFL rosters right now. So hopefully get the other two in, man, you know, once – because right now everything's virtual. You know, I've talked to a couple of guys, mm-hmm. Cowboys, and uh, with Detroit Lions. And, you know, everybody wants to – there's a lot of guys. When I was at the Combine this past year, this past, uh, what, two, three months ago, a lot of guys were at the Combine who don't have contracts right now, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Because a lot of them, they go in there, they look good. They look like He-Man, you know. But then when they run at 40, kind of slow. But then the plan is, you know, these guys look good on at the combine because it's a meat market, let's just face it, you know, where they want to look good. They want to be at their very best strength-wise, workout. And then from that, they'll say, well, you know, I'd rather be faster in my pro day because I'm not going against a laser. So then they'll drop 10 or 12 pounds, focus solely on track. So then when they go to their school, their uh, college or university, they'll participate in a pro day at a lighter weight, and they're going to run faster because they're not going against a laser, you know, and, and they're in a comfortable environment. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of guys didn't get that opportunity, you know, this, you know, and it, it sucks, man. I mean, we signed an offensive tackle from uh, southeastern Louisiana, but he was a transfer from Georgia. Now, two Georgia offensive linemen got drafted, you know, in the first two days. So he was part of that, that draft class, you know, but when coaches, you know, switched up. He transferred. He thought it'd be best for him to transfer, and he did. He had an outstanding career at Southeast Louisiana. He was supposed to participate at the Georgia Pro Day on that Thursday, on that Friday, excuse me. I believe it was Thursday or Friday. I don't have the dates in front of me. But two days before this whole pandemic, you know, Pro Days were canceled. Hmm. And that sucked for him because he would have been there where every single NFL team would have been there because they got all these guys getting drafted out of Georgia, which he's a Georgia kid. You know, he, he was a top top guy coming out of high school, so he's still in that in that honor of athletes, but he didn't have a part, pro day. And there's so many guys, man, that I know that didn't have a pro day that were supposed to get drafted. You know, I heard from one team, I heard from I'll say one of my sources, I won't say the team, but um, he told me, because there was a guy that I know personally personally and I was gonna help him out you know he was one of the guys where the scouts are like man well you know don't put no money behind him because he you know he has the measurables but he don't have the film right I have I'd say six text messages from the NFL scouts saying hey you know he's a good kid but he's not gonna have a shot you know he's just a camp body he'll come in on a three-day workout and then he just won't make it you know but when this whole pandemic happens he has the measurables. So you have 70%, 60% of guys who didn't have a pro day. So now you have scouts who are at their house who they can't be in the war room and recommend, oh, man, we should take this guy. We need a safety or we need a, you know, DB. These are the particular guys that we want to go after. Well, you got a guy in there, you know, an executive who just has an Excel spreadsheet with guys on it where they say, well, he went this school, you know, this, he's a, he's at a big time school. Uh, he has the height, he has the weight, you know, he has a track background. So he has the speed, but he wouldn't have had that opportunity. So you got guys who don't scout and they were drafting guys 
based off the measurables because the scouts couldn't they couldn't put their two cents in and, and it's sad and this guy get drafted so me i'm like i had this guy in the bag but of course i didn't want to invest so much money in it because some of these guys you don't want to go out there and spend between five to fourteen thousand dollars and you know some guys twenty thousand if you got four or five scouts in man i wouldn't get them because if that scout has Oklahoma and Texas or, you know, whatever state, and they're writing reports on it, that's five or six teams that are writing a bad report on them. So five teams got a bad report on a guy. Pretty much everybody else got the same report. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So from, a fi- from a financial standpoint, he's like, man, well, look, we'll we, we help you out, but, we you know, we can't pay for you to go. Well, we can, but we're not, I'm not going to go and tell my wife, hey, I'm going to use $12,000 to have you go train over here. When I hear from the scouts, well, you know, he he may come to camp, but we probably end up cutting him because, I mean, he didn't really do good there, you know. You don't know, what to the expectations. And this joke ends up getting drafted. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> you talk oh, about man. you talk about what I text all them scouts and it's like, and then you know what they said? Hey man, I wasn't in. I'm I'm in the house just like you. Like, you know, my report wow. on him. But he has the measurables, man. At the end of the day, that's what accounts. That's it, crazy. Because every Saturday you can go out to a flag football workout and, or, or game, and you can see some dudes who nice, mm-hmm. who super nice. But it's two things: either they burned the opportunity, or didn't have the opportunity. You know, so it just seize the moment, man. So, you know, but hopefully this year, um, you know, I'm, I'm shooting after. Shooting after about fifteen. If I rail in four or five, then that's that's a. Hey, it's a good it's a good grind. But this pandemic, man, it help. It hurts so many guys. You know, I, I have a couple of buddies who, you know, every now and then you get the and you get these parents who they they want everything for their kid, and I understand it. But at the end of the day, it's a business, and you know, I got one one of my one of my business associates. You know, he spent twenty seven thousand mm. on. On four guys, not one of his guys was able to participate in the pro day. <laughs> that's crazy. That's that sucks. You yeah, know, because it's like dope, it, though. Like, you know, what I'm saying yeah. what you do is like what you do is dope, man. Like, give people, you know, what I'm saying my fault for chiming in. I'm just saying though, no, like, no, you could giving people that opportunity, man. Because sometimes, like, you know, me coming up in high school, like. I mean, I had opportunity, but at the same time, like, people don't have that a coach really push for them. Uh, they from an area right. where they just don't go search out for a lot of talent. Like, for me, like, I'm from a football state, you know what I'm saying? So when they come to basketball, everybody ain't coming to Florida for basketball, basketball, basketball. It's football. So, like, to be able to do that and, like, hey, I could get you opportunity. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, eventually, you know, years from now, you're going to be looking and be like, I got dude in Prairie View. I got dudes in Kentucky now. Like, whether mm-hmm. it's next year. Like, you know, it's it's going to be growing. And I, I don't know, man. I think that's dope to be able to yeah. do that. Nah, that's so, awesome. That's definitely yeah. awesome, man. Second chance opportunities, giving these guys second chances. I mean, that's – that's some some guys just, like you said, don't get that opportunity, with, you know, at a school, certain school or whatever, or just get overlooked. And the fact you give someone a second chance, that's that's just dope. I mean, I, I'm, I'm – I'm just listening, and I'm, I'm yeah. so much knowledge you just spit right here, and, and that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad Corey put you on because this this is this is awesome. Uh, Definitely, I've been trying to get him on for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, kids and and 
and and entrepreneurship band is it's crazy, man. But it's, it's all good, man. You know, Mike, I'm 33, man. I'm I'm still trying to chase the dream. So put yeah. me on, man. I've been I've been put you on the spot. I I know we talked about this already, but I, I still got uh, my fast twitch. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I, I made I made a bet with Corey, right? So uh, we go and play the school, right? And I was I, I wanted to just call Corey and say, "Hey, Corey, you you ready?" I said, "But you got to shave your head bald, and, and, and you know you got. I'm gonna just put a hammer on. I want to see you go out there. You know, I, I pulled his car, yeah. I pulled his butt. He want he want to do it though. He want to do it, but I was like, man, like you know, because I mean, I had one guy come out, and you know, crazy enough, I had a um. There was an organization. I'm not gonna put his name out there, but uh, he tried to do it. Now I'm just, I, he, you know, he tried to do it, man. I think you know some guys, some guys have to give, some guys don't. But some guys have to drive, and they just, it just don't happen. So God, the guys, about seven, seventeen players, right? And um, he brought some talented guys. You know, he told me this one kid. He's like, he's like, he's like, man, my, I said, man, I don't want no, I don't want no semi-pro dudes out here. Like I don't want no old dudes out here. Like I've just I mean, I'm just being honest, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times when you talk about prep or post-grad, they say, oh, man, these these guys, you know, they're old. They come out here, you know, and they try to do it. So I have to create a platform to where my guys are 18 to 20. That's what I try. So he brings some guys out here, and he brought one guy, and, and uh, he brought some younger ones. He brought one guy, and I was like, and I was like, well, let me see. And then I, I put him to the side. So how old are you, man? Man, I'm, I'm 26. So you 26, and I, you know, the coach is gone. You know, he's one of the coaches. He here, there, and gone next minute. You know, he's doing so much, and uh, you know, but he, but he I'm gonna tell you what's crazy is he, he manned up and he talked to me. He said, Coach, I've never been. Uh, I come from a school no game basically, and I, I, I'm a diehard football fan, man. I'm a diehard football fan, and it took a lot of convincing with me, man, because, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't do that. I don't want to have a whole bunch of older guys. But um, he said, look, man, he said, you know, this is how old I am. And uh, I just want an opportunity, man. And and I remember watching this couple of specials on TV where there was guys who were 40 years old, you know, playing college football or whatever. And I said, well, he came to every practice. I said, okay, man, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to let you go, man. But I'm, hey, man, like you have to be, you have to be like a captain because everybody knows that you're a little older. And, you know, this is my first year doing football. And I said, you know, I paid everything out of pocket, you know, the buses to the games, everything. And I said, you know what? You know what would be a nice story since I have you playing with him. He's a, he's a nice lineman now, you know. And he said, um, I said, man, well, I'm going to try to get you somewhere because there's a lot of schools. And I said, all I need for you to do is grind. If you, if you know, and I said, he said, coach, I got a car, <laughs> you know, I'll stay in the apartment. I'll, I'll do whatever. I, I'm not tripping. And I, but I just let him know, Hey man, like it's, you kind of passed that, you know, it's hard to sell a guy who's 26. Yeah. You know? So, um, basically what I did, I said, man, this is what I'm gonna do. After every game, I send everybody in the huddle. I send you the link. It's up to you. Cause I wanted to, I wanted to make them, I wanted to push them because if you're coming playing for me, then, the, either the opportunity didn't, didn't come or it didn't came a couple of times or, or it's their last chance. And I said, everybody will have a copy of every game. Go through the game. We have the wide version and we have the end zone version. Go through, get your plays, chop it up, and do it. And, you know, he was the first one. 
He went through every game. He's a left, he was a left tackle. He put the, I said, put the little circle around you, you know, and he made a video, two minutes. And I said, hey, let's go. I said, but well, we can only go off the NAI, NAIAs or D3s because, you know, a lot of other schools are not going to give you that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that joker got like five offers. I said, put it on Twitter, but be honest with the coaches. Let them know your story. And uh, he texted me last week. He said, coach, I got an offer. Coach, I, I just want to. I was like, wow. That's dope. You know? And he has no coach. I ain't got no kids. And yeah, he's going. He got four year opportunity. I was like, wow. Then I thought about Corey. I said, well, Corey, Corey can come out. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, that one number, that one number guy, man, I was just like, man, well, you did it, the, you know what I'm saying? You did it the right way. You did everything I told you. You came to every practice, you know. And when you was late, I mean, that was times he was late because he said, man, coach, I'm like 35 minutes away. And I said, well, don't come to practice. You, you don't came to come practice. You know how to block. You old, you know how to block. And in your, in your mind, just act like you're on varsity and everybody on a freshman. You know what I'm saying? And that's what he did. Mm-hmm. He played good. And the coaches gave him opportunity, man. So it's definitely it's definitely a good opportunity, man. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm every year, man, it gets better. I mean, the kid I got from he just reached out to me, sent me his highlight film. And uh, you know, so it's that's all good, man. It's the grind, man. That's awesome. That's a that's a beautiful story. That's a beautiful story, man. That's crazy. Yeah. So Mike, we had a hard, hard work, man. Hard work pays off. Oh man! Oh yeah, my wife looked at me like this. Every time. What you What you doing? I said, "Oh, you know." So <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah. That's so, awesome. Mike, we had a a topic going on before you had got on about uh, Dak Prescott. Are you knowledgeable about that that uh, that contract dispute? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you my personal opinion. I actually, I've met. I, I wouldn't necessarily say I know him. I've met Dak Prescott's agent. Uh, and it's, I've met like two representatives, man. Um, I met him at the combine. Uh, what I want to say two years ago, the year JT Barrett come out. Um, okay, okay, I'm sorry, that's, that's my daughter. So uh, I, I'm, I, I see. I'm, I'm down Indianapolis. I'm walking, and me and my cousin. My cousin is also my business partner as well. And um, I'm walking. I'm like, my cousin, ain't that JT Barrett? And I look at JT Barrett, I'm like, man, that is him. He looked big on TV, you know. I grew up to him because um, he's from Wichita Falls. That's where me and my cousin were born at. And uh, my father had a stroke a couple of years ago. And JT Barrett's mother actually worked at the um, the hospital that my dad was at, the nursing spot where he was at. And uh, I say, hey, JT. And as soon as, you know, you, you're at the combine and you see these guys walking around, their agents are on them like flies. You know, they don't want nobody talking to them. So I say, JT. What's up, man? I reached out to him. His agent's like, oh, oh. You know, his representative's like, oh, oh, oh. Hey, what's going on? I said, hey, man. I ain't trying to get nobody. I just want to let you know, hey, man. You know, you from the Falls. You from Wichita Falls, man. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, man, your mom, she works for my dad, man. He had a stroke. He's like, oh, man. You know, we just got to talk, and I'm, and I'm introducing myself because I don't want to be rude. And uh, he's not really that tall, man. He, he that ball, but, man, he wasn't much taller than me. about your side, Corey. And, uh but uh, I met his agent. He gave me his number, and I said, "Hey, man, let me just get your contact. You know, just to keep keep a good rapport. I like to build relationships with guys. You know, you never know when you may, you know, be able to help somebody out. Somebody be able to help you. And uh, real stand up. I called him. Appreciate. It. Nice meeting you and stuff like that. Uh, and I don't. It's one of his representatives. I know he has a couple. It's one from his firm, basically. Real stand up guys, man. But I, I, 
my personal opinion on it is they want the guaranteed money. They're in Dallas. I mean, he's going to get the money. He's going to be Chris said. Chris said the same thing. <laughs> he's going to get the money. I mean, I was watching Michael Irvin special, and he was like, man, Jimmy Jones and Jerry Jones, Jimmy Johnson and Jerry, you know, Jones had total perspective. He wanted to bring the lights to Dallas. You know, Jim Johnson just wanted to win Super Bowls back to back to back. So when you play for Dallas, you have media, you go be talked about on ESPN. It's, it's so much to it. So when you don't make that money financially, football-wise, there are other ways to make it. And what they're doing is just like, hey, we're just going to hold tight. We're going to get the money. Worried about that. You know, my this again, this is my personal opinion. They're going to get the money. And whatever the money they don't get – they're going to get it with commercials. They're going to get it with marketing. They're going to get it. But this is the way. I mean, you can afford to do this right now. You know what I mean? What else they going to do? Right. You know, you got, got you got guys who are in a league that and, – and I'm going off topic, but think about this. You got guys who play football seven, eight years. They're premier players. Everybody know who they are. They got all these Twitter followers out, do all this. But one coach told me one day, you know, at the end of the day, if – you get released, why are you still running around? Next generation of guys out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But a, but a lot of times you get paid so much and you're in the media, you're in the media so much that you don't want to go and become a scout. You know what I'm saying? You don't mm-hmm. want to do stuff like that because everybody can't do a broadcast. Be broadcast. Everybody can't talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Jason Witten. Look at yeah. Jason Witten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, you know, so I, you know, you gotta, you gotta do everything you can, man. Everything you can while you're in the league to get yourself exposure to get market or anything. And Dak, them, they, man, they doing it right, man. He gonna get guaranteed money regardless. But they want to be mm-hmm. safe with everything. The pressures on everybody else. You know, it just, it's just gonna get. It's gonna let's face it. You know, because they'll forget about you quick. You know, a couple of years ago we were talking about Romo, 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 Nasdaq. Right. You know, right. so you. You have to take advantage of the moment. You have to seize that opportunity as much as you can, man, because because he's – I mean, you going off the rookie contract, man, he's been getting hustled. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's been giving them a deal. <laughs> yeah. So Pretty much. Just like, let's just wait. Just, just wait. Just patience. Everybody talk about being patient. It's going to come around, man. You know, it's going to come around, you know. So you got to get that money while you can, man. Everybody can't get that – Money fresh out, you know. Right. The second mm-hmm. contract, yeah. you get older, and you, you you know I've been watching so much TV now. These uh, what thirty for thirty stories. You see all these guys who are premier. Look at Bledsoe; he was the man. That injury, everybody forgot about it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it happens so much. So you have to seize the opportunity at any time, man. So I'm not knocking his, his agents and his representatives for doing what they do because. You know, and they country boys. They just like you know. They from uh, I believe they from like Monroe, Louisiana. Right. If you still, mm-hmm. yeah. So they like, hey, let's get this money. You know, let's get this money. Let's wait because prime. It's Dallas. It's not like it's you know uh, Carolina Panthers, Jacksonville Jaguars because they don't have a good media outlet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when you're in that Northeast and you're in that DFW, it's so much more marketing. You you get paid more money. Plan for, plan for Dallas, than you will for the Arizona Cardinals. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So you spotlight's bigger in Dallas. This, this, yeah, that's, 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 that's a lot bigger. Something about that star, as much as I hate that star, there's something about <laughs> that star, man, that, you know, you could be the third string, you could be the slot receiver, and you'll get 200,000 people following you on Twitter, and you could be the number one in, in Carolina, and nobody knows who you are. It's just crazy how how they, how they Jerry has gotten that team to be just bigger than life. It's like the Yankees. It's like Business. the Laker. It's just one of the premier – as much as I hate to say it, it's one of the premier franchises in, in all the world. You know, it's the reason why it's what it's worth as much as it is. It's one of the top, most valued franchises in, yeah. in all the world. We're talking about soccer and all that. So right, right. that star, putting that star in your helmet, you know, you're going to, everything's going to be big. I mean, Dak's become a star simply, simply because of wearing that star. You know, Romo, look at Romo. Everyone becomes bigger when you went to, when you put that star on. So it's the marketing that what what they've done there is it's just it's bigger than life, man. For sure. Yeah, you go from being a Mississippi State quarterback yeah. to the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Yeah, like you weren't even the best quarterback in the SEC. Yeah. You know? Fourth right. round pick too, man. Fourth round pick. We're yeah. Talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So. Who's, who's your squad? I see Miami colors back there. What's your squad? No, nah, these are Knicks colors. Unfortunately, I'm a Knicks fan, but uh, I'm a Giants fan. Okay. We haven't been so hot lately. It's been a rough <laughs> rough four years, but uh, and our guys are getting arrested like crazy. So right, right. it's crazy. It's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Mo, do you have any final thoughts? I got like less than a minute less than this broadcast. No, nah, nah, just Dak tripping. I mean, I, I'm glad <laughs> to hear another side. But I still think Dak tripping. If you ain't signing five years, one hundred seventy-five million dollars, sign that gotta go, deal. Bro. You gotta <laughs> go. Sign that Definitely. deal, man. Sign that deal. That's all I gotta say. Sign that deal because you don't know. Like we said, Romo got hurt, and bam, what happened? Dak Prescott got became quarterback. Same. Drew Bledsoe went to Brady. Brady took the job, and Bledsoe was never the same. Get that yeah. money. It's you're in Texas too. No state income tax, man. Take the money, and you and you good no matter what. So that's just me. But I would sign the deal as as soon as possible. <laughs> Mo, Chris, Mike, I definitely appreciate y'all coming and stopping through the show. Um, had an awesome show with you guys. Um, we got to do it again. Yeah, for sure. Yes, for sir. Sure. I'll uh, be on time next time. Yeah, you got to be on time next <laughs> time. All right. So on that note, we're going to uh, end the show on that note, and we out. All right. All right. Appreciate If you love the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time.